Hey, welcome back to the CA Power Players Podcast. When I talk about power player, man, I got a special guest today. We're in the Secure Agent Marketing Studio hanging out with my good buddy, Mr. Arturo Johnson. What's up, Arturo? What's going on, man? Great to be here. Dude, Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here, brother. Like, to come in person means a lot, man. Like, this cat, as I'm getting to know him, man, he's super intentional. Okay, so like, not everybody's intentional, man. You know what I mean? Like, people play business. Right. This dude means business, right? Which I love. Also super relational. I've loved hanging out the last year and really doing some stuff this year together. So thank you, man. Appreciate you. Yeah. Um, it's really humbling to hear that. I really, you know, coming from you, I uh, appreciate that. Somebody that I looked up to, I can remember, you know, back in 2017, I tell the story all the time, any chance I can get, seeing this young, crazy kid on YouTube, dialing mm-hmm. the phones, yeah, being brave, stepping out there that most people wouldn't do it. And he's like, I'm going to step up and be the leader for this mm. industry. And I'm going to show you guys how to do it and not just tell you how to do it. I'm going to uh, have you guys watch me do it. And that's the one thing that yeah. kind of stood out. So for me to be here um, after, at that time, being a life insurance agent, a struggling life insurance agent, mm. looking for some answers, right? Looking for somebody to show me exactly what I needed to do in order yes. to be successful. That thing stood out to me. And so being here is just kind of a surreal situation. I, I, it's kind of like, can't really believe it, but, yeah. but I'm but I'm happy to be here. Thanks, brother. Appreciate you being here. You're a good dude. Um, and coming in from Nashville. Yes, yes, yes. It was uh, uh, definitely meant the trip. It was quite interesting getting here. Yeah. Um, and so you know, being here is definitely definitely worth all of that for sure. Cool, man. Yeah, it's not easy to get here. I mean, you either got to drive or fly through somewhere. You can't fly direct. Unless it's like a small plane or, or until I get my plane or you get your plane either way, you know? Yeah. Um, which is cool. Uh, for those that maybe don't know you, I mean, I feel like you do a ton of advertising. Mm-hmm. Um, this dude's spending tens of thousands a month just on your brand. You're spending yeah. you're spending hundreds of thousands a month with, you know, f- four others as well. Yes. But like you, you do a ton of advertising. You do a ton of branding. Um I see your videos all the time and your ads all the time. And I'm assuming a lot of our audience does as well, but mm-hmm. maybe not. If you're not, dude, may want to look this cat up. Um, but you didn't start there, you know, um, just spending gobs of money on ads and promoting yourself. Right. You know, with Arturo Johnson Consulting. Correct. If you look back, who is Arturo, man? Like what shaped you? Where are you from? How did you grow up? Yeah. Um, well, <clears throat> that's a, a pretty big question. So I'll just kind of give you the short and skinny, Let's but so Arturo is, um, you know, just an ambitious kid um, from Chicago that had a lot okay. of energy and a lot That's of excitement. That's the reason for the Jordans. He's got some J's <laughs> yeah, on him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and so just an ambitious kid that really just wanted to make an impact. And mm. um, at that time, you know, uh, I didn't have a lot of, like, mentorship in my life. So I just had to try a bunch of things and just kind of try to figure it out. Yep. Um, and so raised by a single mom, and, and she was a nurse wow. that – worked two and three jobs just to make sure that her son was mm. able to get a good education and do those things. So I saw what hard work could produce. Um, and now I'm a more appreciative of that. Yes. And that's kind of the reason why I sit here. So, um, you know, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur and I tried so many things, yeah. firemen, wedding tables, real estate investor, opening up convenience stores. And, uh, it wasn't until I got a mentor to mm. kind of figure out like, a strategic process. Yes. Everybody's looking for the tactics and like yeah. the superficial outcome, but you need the power of mentor to yes, guide you, do, you to, to to learn from. And so me not having that, I'm kinda 
teaching that younger Arturo, mentoring mm-hmm. him through what I'm doing, whether it's cool. business or helping life insurance agents. Because because I, 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 I found the same thing when I was a life insurance agent. Yep. Just wandering around trying random things, get into the office, pray to God that somebody picks up from this list I just bought that a thousand leads for whatever that I'm going to make so so much money from it. And same thing happened over and over yep. again. It's like, oh, it happened again. Cold calls. Yes. Basically, really. Yeah, right. it's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. So, mm. so um, that's kind of why I do things. And okay. uh, started probably in the insurance business 2004. Okay. Um, uh, started with Aflac. I was selling nice supplemental and cancer policies. Wow. Um, so That's started a tough there. gig, too. It, yeah, it was tough. It's not easy, man. No, no. <laughs> res- those cats that can do that and pull that off, <laughs> mad freaking respect, bro. Yeah, and so I can remember I used to have to get in my car because I was doing business to business. Yep. And uh, I was I was broke wearing a suit in the, in the summertime hot, and I would have to drive to, to, the, to the library because I needed to use Reference USA, which was a free database where I could like, okay, I wanted to do um, uh, industrial businesses with 500 employees making revenue of like a million bucks, and I would get this list printed out for yeah. free, and then I would just go from business to business to mm. business, knocking on doors, kind of like this 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 uh, place here. And so I would kind of scout the area, and then I would just cold call and, and door knock businesses. Cool. And so I did that, and obviously that was difficult um, at the time and the means. So. I was working as a life insurance agent trying to build a business during the day, and I was waiting tables at night. Yep. And uh, that was kind of my first stint, and, and, and I quit. Um, <clears throat> so what happened was I had an open enrollment lined up, and i never forget. It was March the 24th of, like, 2005. It was, oh. like, three days before my birthday. And I got my upline with his computer. We were going to this auto detail body shop. And my end was if you had a supplemental policy and if it was an accidental policy, if you went to the doctor within that one year, you could get some uh, some premiums back or something like that. So that was my end to a dormant account. So yeah. this guy just said that I could come and do an open enrollment. So I got excited. I said, all right, we're going to write like $10,000 in business back then. So my upline's excited to go. 6 a.m., we get there, lights off, the doors are closed. The business owner forgot that I was coming. Mm. And I needed to make money that day. My birthday was coming up. And that one just kind of took me out. So um, through that process, I tried a bunch of entrepreneurial things in that process. Fast forward to 2017, I got relicensed and got back into the business. And that's kind of how I found you. I was searching for some answers again, wow. looking for some mentorship because I just had this entrepreneurial bug and this itch. Yep. And uh, life insurance just kept coming up. Um. Most people don't know this, but my grandfather was a debit man. Wow. So most people don't know what a debit man is. My dad was. Yes, right. Most people don't know what a debit man is, but I can remember my mother saying when she was a kid, before they went to the movies, it was the drive-in back then, Mm. they always had to stop somewhere before they went out to dinner or they went to the movies. And that's when I realized, oh, he was stopping at their house to collect those premiums. Yes. Back then when he was doing this debit man. So it's always been in my life and always been around. And that's what kind of attracted me back to that. So how does the mentorship piece part of it? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I got attracted and recruited in this business. Most people are, right? Yep. And I was told I can make a lot of money, and I'm going to show you exactly what you need to do. Yes. Well, that's one of the challenges with the business is that that promise sometimes doesn't get lived up, and sometimes not the fault of the upline. They're just busy, and you know you kind of got to fend for yourself. Yeah. And I struggled with trying to make those things work because I wasn't lazy. 
right? Um, and I wasn't scared of hard work. I just didn't have a plan. Yes. Right. I needed somebody to just if somebody would just tell me what to do. Yes. Then I would freaking go out and do there's it. a lot of agents that, that that are wondering the same freaking thing, man. Right. Like they're struggling to get in front of people. You mm-hmm. know, it's a it's an epidemic. Like, it's yeah. sad. Yep. So uh, probably the Christmas of 2017, I just got I got fed up Yep. and I was tired of it. And I was like, I'm going to use the resources that I have, the answers that I need are always around me. I'm going to take responsibility for this, and I'm going to make something happen. So I started using social media, started DMing people and messaging people. Mm. And within 30 days, I had booked 93 appointments with medical professionals, averaging about 85000 bucks a month. I mean, uh, a year, averaging their income. And I was wow. like, huh, well, I'm on to something. I was like, well, I wonder if I can duplicate this again. So yes. I was like, well, this is kind of manual. It took me probably like 10 hours to do it. I was wondering if there's some software or something that I could use in order to do that. So I started leveraging that on LinkedIn. Fast forward, I taught it to another agent. And once I figured that out, I was like, oh, I need to share this with more agents. But the challenge was I was in a captive company. Mm-hmm. And so they had compliance. So I couldn't use a bunch of social media with the things that I was doing. So I had two options. One is to stay stuck in my situation and continue to struggle and fail mm. or you know, take my ball and, and go to another court. And so that's what I did. And so that's how I transitioned into coaching. And go dunk on somebody somewhere else, man. Yes. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So that's how I transitioned into coaching from there. And then from there, over the past two years, I think we've probably helped over, um, I'd say a thousand agents. Wow. Um, and we've produced from our programs over 10 million in AP issue pay business in the past 24 months. That's cool. He that's has big. been absolutely amazing. That's big, man. Dude, that's a journey. Like, that. that's an evolution. That's a journey. Um, I want to go back to a couple things, though, okay? Um, do you think the ambition came from your mom and watching that? Do you think it came from um, not having a lot? Do you think it came from just who you are personality-wise, all of the above? Yeah, that's a good question. So I think that there's, like, you know, when, when you kind of g- grow up without a lot of things, you, you have this list of wants that you just want to kind of fulfill, right? Yeah. And, and what some, were some of those for you? For me? Yeah. Um, one was uh, I wanted to be able to take care of my mom. Yep. You know, she now lives around the corner from me. She's retired. Awesome. And, you know, she didn't have to worry about her bills. She's actually in D.C. right now um, visiting family. And so I wanted to make sure that all the hard work she did to put in me, she never had to work yes. another day in her life if she didn't have to. Yes. And I, and I think everybody kind of wants that. But I wanted to, I, like, I wanted to make sure that. Yeah, but a lot of people say it. Yeah. But, they, they, yeah. But I wanted to make sure it. that it actually happens, right? Yep. But then there's also the thing where my mom, sometimes people don't kind of accept it. It's like, oh, you know, you don't have to do that. I wanted her to believe that it was going to be okay, yep. that she didn't have to work if she didn't want. Like, it was actually her choice. And so. Yes. Um, that was one of my wants. And then the next one is, is I just wanted to help people, man. Yes. I wanted to build some impact. And um, I just didn't know mm-hmm. what I wanted to do. Mm. And so I, I just tried a bunch of things. And it wasn't until literally I found a mentor. It was like, okay, if you do this, you can achieve X, Y, and Z. Go. It's going to be hard. Who was it? Sam Ovens. Yeah. Yeah, Sam Ovens changed yeah. my life. One email um, changed my life. I still have a screenshot of that same email um, to this day because... Did you always believe in getting help or did it take like a getting rid of a pride thing or you know what I mean? So (laughs) 
I say this to some of my clients all the time. It's like I used to like pray for a mentor until I until I realized that I needed to pay for one. Mm. Right. And what I mean by that is is if, That's good, dude. if somebody That's good. gives you something for free. There's two things that, that there's no accountability that has changed. So if it is as good as it would be if you would have paid for it, you can't really complain about it. But also, True. if it sucks, you can't hold them accountable because it was free. Correct. But once we exchange some value. Dude, if it's free, I assume it's going to suck yes, a lot of times. Exactly. Now, it doesn't mean it is, though. It doesn't mean it is. But again, there's two sides of this coin. But once you're not able to hold them accountable. But once we Correct. exchange value, Correct. it's like, okay, here's an expectation. We're in this together. Here's what I expect from yes. you. And here's what you expect from me. Here's what yes. you can expect from me. Yes. But I, other, I believe in that philosophy yeah. a lot. Yeah. And people, when they pay, they start to pay attention to. 100%. Yeah. But also, a lot of times when you give away things for free, people don't really respect it or use it. No. Because there's no pain associated with it. True. Right? The hardest things, I was just telling him about this earlier today. The things that you have had to work the hardest that have caused you the most pain that yes. you've had to give up and sacrifice a lot for are the things that you're the most proud of. The blood, True. sweat, and the tears. True. Is your badge of honor. Yeah. That's, so in yes. saying that, if there's no pain associated, usually for the most part, you know, you don't really take advantage of it uh, enough. And so mm. if people don't pay, they don't pay attention. Yeah. It's good. So and for me, I kept getting mentors or trying things and I wondered why I wasn't working. And it was because, um, one, either I wasn't paying attention or I couldn't hold them accountable for it. Yeah. But once I got a real mentor, I was like, okay, I invested in this program to get me a specific result. I'm willing to do the work. So now, you know, yes. show me what I need to do. Who, um, if you look back over your, um, if you look back over your family history, Who's been the most successful person? <laughs> Seriously. Am I serious? It's kind of like, it's hard, it's hard for you to say that because I'm kind of a humble guy. It's you. Yeah, it's me. Why did you choose to be the one that kind of really broke that? You know what I mean? Like, because it, it, it kind of, for whatever reason, mediocrity, like, just continues through generations. But you chose for it not to continue. Yeah. Well, I didn't really like at the time I wasn't really focused on like all of those things. It was like this internal thing. I wanted some, something better for myself. So mm -hmm. it started with that because initially when I got into entrepreneurial thing, I wanted to do motivational speaking. That was kind of the thing that I wanted to do first. Yeah. Well, what was the challenge with that? Is that like nobody's going to listen to you if you haven't had any success in the business world. True. So I had to put that on hold and go and get some success in the marketplace first to establish some credibility. Yes. And now I'm kind of circling back to, to that part yeah. as my passion because now, you know, gotten results, um, building a, a good, healthy, solid business, making some partnerships, yep. right? And now I, I want to be on that wall, right, that you got yeah. up there with That's right, man. Ed Milet and, Dude, and I Ray love Lewis, that. Michael Irvin. Most people would, would think it but not say it. Because I've always felt like, and, and I think a lot of people can start to relate to this, okay, as you're hanging out with us today, is, dude, when somebody is doing something and I witness it, I'm like, bro, I know I can do that. Yes. Now, some would say, that's arrogant. 
dude, that's a belief yes. that everyone should have, you know? And, and so I love that you're saying like, dude, like I go to 10 X every year for Cardone's conference. I'm like, bro, I want to finally be on stage. I don't want to just sit here forever. You know, same thing. You're like, dude, I see these people on the wall on, on your wall in my Cody Askins LC wall of speakers over the years. Ed Milat, Jesse Itzler, Tim Tebow, Michael Irvin, Darren Woodson, Some incredible people, Ray Lewis Cardone. Yeah. And he's like, dude, I want to be on. Like, I love that man. And, and I think more people need to, Stand up what they believe in, start to believe in themselves, and start to speak that in a humble way. Like, mm-hmm. I knew the answer was him in regards to his family, but he still didn't want to say it, you know, which is just kudos to you because you're just a good dude. You know? Yeah, appreciate that. But I always want to be the most successful. My dad's super successful. But it, and it wasn't a competitive thing. It was just a dude, I want to be the most successful person in the history of my family and, frankly, anybody I know. Yeah. You know? And it's funny that you say that because, like, now that I'm actually, like, thinking about the whole success thing and the journey, mm-hmm. it's, like, all the things i tried, though, like, the firemen, the, the real estate investing, um, anything that I tried, I wow. could have been successful in all of those things. Especially with what you know now. Yeah, with what I know now. And But, but the main thing with, with getting the mentorship is that, like, I said that I wanted, but I didn't have, like, the, the discipline to do the consistent action to stay at it long enough, right? Correct. So it's like, I tried this, and then I stopped, and I tried this, and then I stopped. And it's like, well, uh, basically, long story short, there's this certain line of success, mm. right? So let's just say this line is here. And I start this thing over here, and then I start this thing over here, and I start this thing over here. That if I just kind of focused on that plan, uh, that planned action consistently over time, to get to that, yes, then I would achieve success. But what I kept doing is I kept having shiny strategy syndrome and shiny object syndrome that I kept jumping from thing to thing and not just sticking with something long enough. Yep. So I had to realize I had to commit to the process Correct. until it worked for me. Yep. And so that's what I learned from the mentorship that it wasn't the things over there, it was me. Mm-hmm. Now I had to take radical responsibility for it and that's really when everything changed. Yes. Yes. Also, too, um, with what you do with Arturo Johnson Consulting, your, and I love that it's obvious, man, your goal is to help life insurance agents and coach them to get them to 100K a month. Mm-hmm. And it's like everything you do, it's all <laughs> over it. And I'm like, man, I love that. It's so specific. Like, it's so clear. Um, where's that come from? How do you help them accomplish that? Because there's a lot of people that are not clear enough with their message. Or a lot of people just would love to get to 100 grand a month too. Yes. You know, so. Well, I think that, um, again, it goes back to if I look at the agents that I've helped that have gotten to 100K per month, they've got the same three things in, it, in, in kind of their process. Um, number one, their discipline, um, they own their own lead source. So they can, the person who kind of controls the leads controls everything. Right, leads are the lifeblood of the business. So that's probably it something is. you should have a little bit of control over. And then they have an amazing and abundant sense of urgency mm. for where they're going. They're trying to get there now. But it doesn't start if they don't get discipline. Correct. Right? Which if we think about this over the years, man, there's so many people that are like struggle with the discipline piece. You know, like if you can't get yourself to wake up when your alarm goes off, mm-hmm. you're never gonna make a million bucks. <laughs> you just not even gonna make a hundred grand. You're just probably not. You know. Yeah. If you can't, if you struggle with, if you say you go to the gym to and get you in, don't. yeah, to get up and do these things, how are you gonna run a, a seven figure business? Exactly. You may run it for a little bit, but the thing is, it's like 
getting people to follow you to believe in you is, a, is yes. another thing when you're a leader as a team that's the separator mm -hmm. like that that's the i'm not saying there's not additional separators right but that is the initial separator that most people ignore they're like dude if i just know everything and you know it's like no dude if you just did what you said you were going to do a lot of good stuff would start to happen you'd get goodwill you'd become a better human People around you would start to pay attention like, dang, that dude, that dude, like as an example, I'm in the gym this morning. I get there at 5.55-ish a.m. Mm -hmm. And I have a trainer at 6 a.m. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, another trainer on Monday, Friday. And there's this gentleman named John Mill in a local Snap Fitness. He's been, dude, he's, he's been there every day at 5 a.m. till 6 a.m. for that hour, as long as I've known the guy, literally every day for like four years, three or four years. And he's probably been doing it for longer than that. But it's interesting. I get there about 6 and he's leaving. And I'm like, all right, John, I'm here to tap. I'm here to, I'm here to, I'm here to tap in, bro. Yeah, I'm here to take and, he, over. and he's tapping out. Right. Um, but that is the type of person you want to be. Right. Yeah. It's like people notice that stuff too. Your family, your friends, your clients, everybody notices it. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you have to become a, a reliable person that people can count on. Right. And, and, and so in saying that, that was the thing with the commitment. I realized that I always started, I never finished anything. And that was a tough mm. thing for me to realize. It's like, you need to commit I feel to that. the thing. So if you say you're going to do something, you yes. need to commit to it. And I also started saying no to a lot of things too, which is if I can't fully commit to it mm. and I can't do it 100% and see myself fulfilling all the way through on that, then, then I can't do it. Yeah. Because now I have to, like my word is the most important thing. It's like, if I commit to something, I'm going to do it. Yes. And then if I can't do it, 100%, then I, I just can't, I, I have to say no to it. And that was kind of one of those two things. It's tough to do, yeah. but I had to commit to just that thing right there. And once I did that, that's when I was able to really kind of like yes. unlock my potential. I remember, I don't share this a lot, but you bring up a really good point. I remember back in like 2016, I uh, said I would go to the gym. It was like a Sunday night. I'm like, I'll, I'm going to start tomorrow, right? Mm -hmm. And then I didn't. I didn't go. And I was so fed up with the person that I was. I looked in the mirror and I'm like, I'm a hypocrite and something's got to change. Mm. Like, I can't, I can't keep doing this. I cannot keep lying to myself. You know, <laughs> like I just can't. And finally I just stopped. <laughs> so what was that though? Like I got so fed up with being mediocre and average <laughs> and making 150 grand, you know, that I was like, something's got to freaking change. I am meant for more. I've been telling myself my whole life, I'm going to do more. When am I actually going to do more? Yeah. In order for things to change, you got to change. I finally changed. I finally kicked myself in the ass, truthfully. And it's funny, like, usually that's where everything starts. It's like, Correct. whatever you want to do, whatever you want to be, it's like your relationships, your business, your personal life, your spiritual life. Correct. It kind of starts with you. If you get better, those things are typically going to get better. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Everything in your world gets better. It, you know? it does. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. So anyways, that, that the whole mentorship really came back to, it was like, oh, I've got to become a person that attracts success or has these attributes yes. in order to do these things. Who I am right now, you know, is, is why I have what I have. Mm -hmm. So if I want to become this person and have success, then I've got to start either replacing the habits and the things that I'm doing, yeah. consuming, watching the habits that I have, replace those with other things that successful people are doing. Or, um, or uh, you know, I've got to get around somebody that can kind of explain to me, hey, here's what you need to do 
or what you're doing wrong mm-hmm. and you need to start doing this. So Correct. I couldn't figure it out on my own. So again, for me, it was just a mentor. Yeah. It, it always starts with that. You know, it's interesting. Um, what have we not shared with our audience that you would like to share today? Um, I mean, really, I just wanted to come here to kind of just share my story and it's cool that you're um, doing that to, to spend time with you just to, yes. um, just to kind of think bigger, to dream bigger. So, mm-hmm. Um, I really didn't have an agenda. I just really wanted to kind of share my story and it's to just let everybody know that, you know, if you want to have success, there's, there's hope, mm-hmm. there's resources. You've got a ton of resources, have a ton of resources and, um, you know, you just got to kind of fight for it, you know, so right. hang in there and commit to the process. It's going to be hard. It's going to be tough. Amen. But there are a lot of resources out there, like the one I have, which is the, yes. the, yeah, the free course. And so you can go to go.arturojohnsonconsulting forward slash free dash course. And there's a free course of like 30 hours of my best stuff. Wow. And so the reason why I'm doing this is simply. I'm going to make him change the price real quick. So you better go. <laughs> well, this the reason why this is here is because I want my free stuff to be better than most paid. So in the future, you go through this process, you're like, wow, if I got this much value from Arturo for free, mm-hmm. from not knowing him from a can of Correct. paint from this water, from seeing him on Cody's show, you can immediately get some value from me yes. from this show. Because a lot of people talk about yeah. a lot of things, right? So I want to give people some value that in the future that they may you know, want to, to invest or work with me in the future. Good, dude. Dude, thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of the podcast. Thank you for giving that out to everyone. You're awesome. It's been great, man. Enjoyed spending some time. Yes, for sure. Thanks for having me, man. Thank you, man. Okay. Thank you guys for watching the Power Players podcast. Arturo's a cool cat. Go follow him. Do some more with him. And we'll see you on the next interview.